Hey. Uh, my name is Caro Narby. Um, there is absolutely no reason at all for you to know who I am. Um, I just really wanted to make a podcast, and this podcast is called Almost Good. The idea for it comes from the fact that I watch a lot of movies that are almost good. Uh, they're movies that fall just short of enjoyable for me, and it's really frustrating because I can usually identify exactly where they went off course and how they could have been really good. So I've come up with a consistent framework that I'll be using. Um, for every movie that I talk about, I'm going to make sure to cover four things. Um, first, what the movie is about, uh, by which I don't mean like a synopsis of the plot, but like a, um, you know, a description of kind of the underlying themes, sort of the, the story that's underlying uh, the film and all the images and events that you're seeing. Um, and then second, what I thought was good about it. Um, and third, how I think it fell short. And finally, how I think it could have been fixed or adjusted to uh, fulfill its potential. So for this first episode, I'm going to talk about a movie that I think a lot of people are maybe going to disagree with me about. Um, I'm talking about the iconic 2002 horror film, The Ring, uh, the American adaptation directed by Gore Verbinski. I think that most people probably just think this movie is just good, period. Um, and obviously, I didn't think so, but I really, really want to like it. I think that it's mostly good and that there are just some things that really should have been changed. I want to briefly preface by talking about ghosts for a second and what ghosts are all about. I think ghosts, along with demons and with any kind of spirit that might haunt a person or a place or a family, I think all of these are about trauma. Um, so it's always a question of what does the ghost represent? What's really haunting you? It's usually something that's happened, whether it's something that you've witnessed or something you've been complicit in or something you've just done or something that's been done to you, whatever the case may be. So that's certainly true in the ring. Uh, the villain is a traumatized little girl, and that's part of what's both good and bad about the film. So in terms of what The Ring is about, I think the story is actually very simple, and that's one of the film's strengths. It's sort of the film's major strength in my mind. So the film is about the mother of a troubled, sort of ambiguously disabled child coming to terms with the fact that she can't save every troubled child. And that's it. It's a very, very simple story. As I said, it's very clear, very straightforward. And that's an enormous part of what makes the film good to me. Um, certainly the visuals are good. Um, the characterization is great. I think Rachel is a very relatable character. She's more fully realized than a lot of horror characters in general. And certainly um, I think horror protagonists and women in horror films, she makes decisions that make sense. Um, she's flawed but still likable, still relatable, as I think I said. So the characterization, the visuals, um, the story, all of these are great. Not just good, but great. Um, so where does this movie fall short for me? The last several minutes of the film undo a lot of the emotional journey that we've gone through with Rachel. The end is what I, I think a lot of people recall most clearly about the film. Um, those last several minutes contain that iconic scene in which Samara's ghost emerges from the television. And like, sure, that's a great image, but the film's twist, as I guess you'd call it, is just, it's just bad. So it turns out after this really affecting journey that we've gone on with the protagonist, in which she uncovers the story of a tormented and forgotten child, that Samara was just evil all along. She was born bad or something. And so implicitly, her parents were the victims all along, and their abuse and even her murder were justified. So the story ends up being that these poor besieged adults were justified in their monstrous behavior toward an eight-year-old. And I hate that. I hate it. 
I hate the bad seed trope in general, like that archetype of the evil child. It just leaves a bad taste in my mouth everywhere that I see it. And in this movie, which is so upfront about being about child abuse in a way, I think it's a tremendous misstep, narratively, I mean. Um, And also just in bad taste, right? Like that complete vilification of Samara and the fact that Rachel is made to look like some kind of naive idiot for caring about a child, that honestly completely ruins the movie for me. But because the film is undone in those last several minutes, the fix, I think, would be really easy. Just change the ending. That's it. So the scene that really is the climax and what should end up being the resolution of the film is the sequence where Rachel finds Samara's body. Um, That's definitely when Rachel achieves um, her catharsis as a character and where that you know sort of by proxy the audience achieves our emotional catharsis um so in that that sort of those the moments after that where rachel and noah are sitting on a stump and they're kind of processing and rachel is coming to that that realization that you could survive for seven days trapped in a well um and making that connection between what happened to samara and the curse And she's realizing that, processing that as they're sitting together on that shot that's kind of like has the camera slowly backing out. um, It should just fade to black and that should be it. That really should be the end of the movie. And there really should be a better connection made between Samara's motivation, which is to make the world realize and remember how she suffered, right? And the fact that Rachel is a journalist, Rachel's whole job is to tell other people's stories, especially if those stories would otherwise go unheard. So instead of just copying the tape, um, the American remake really had the opportunity to improve on the narrative by having the protagonist publish that complete story of the ghost's life and death. And thereby she kind of, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily lay the spirit to rest, um, but she gives herself, you know, as the protagonist, her own catharsis and resolution as she comes to terms with the fact that she just wasn't able to rescue a suffering child. Um, she wasn't able to save her, but she can tell her story and you could have, you know, like a, like an end credit sequence with shots over the final credits that suggest exactly that, that Rachel published this big story, this expose, almost this harrowing true crime type tale of this tragic story of child abuse unfolding in this small, quiet town in the Pacific Northwest. And if you really still want that image of the scary little girl coming out of the TV, because sure, that is a great image. It's what's made the movie iconic. You could just move that up earlier in the movie during one of the scarier scenes. And you could even tease the idea that Samara isn't quite at rest. Um, You could still give us some little hint of that. Like maybe, you know, there's a stinger after the credits where Aiden draws a picture of her after all of that resolution is passed or something, Um, because that does make sense. Um, Rachel can tell Samara's story, but she can never undo what happened to her. And not to get too morbid about it, but the ghosts of the past really do haunt us forever. And they should, honestly, right? We shouldn't just forget terrible things that happened, or else we never learn from them. So in summation, really, when you watch The Ring, and you get to the part after Rachel finds Samara's body, and she's sitting with Noah, and she's repeating the revelation that she's had that it took seven days for Samara to die in the well, and the camera is pulling back from that shot, just turn off the movie. 
pretend that it fades to black right there and that's it. And you have a great little horror movie about a mom realizing that she just can't save every kid. So this has been the first episode of Almost Good. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope that you tune in next time.